even cares? Who cares? Who cares? Yeah, let's make a couple of noises. Don't look at me! <laughs> some whistles. <laughs> I appreciate your trying, but the first part of this was very gross. <laughs> <laughs> We've got a pretty good intro with all our noises. Yeah. Just <laughs> we won't even have to do any beeps later. Yeah. We won't even have to put the beeps from the last <laughs> one over top of this. Which is what we're doing. It's what I do. You take the beeps from the last one? Yeah, well, the basic instinct, we didn't do any beeps for some reason. Oh, okay. So I, we, there was one part where I made a couple weird noises, so I kept that and just put the beeps from last time. Fair enough. So if nice. anyone's annoyed that basic instinct has the same beeps as Xanadu. What it lacks in beeps, it makes up for in cum talk, so. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, we'll be on since done this podcast and onto much different movies by the time you hear this anyway. Yeah. So, How many do we have? July? Four? Um, no, we did uh, last week The Real McCoy was five, I think. So this will be six. I don't remember The Real McCoy. I don't either, which is annoying because I'm the one who watched the movie. <laughs> I not only forgot that we discussed The Real McCoy, yeah. I forgot The Real McCoy was a movie. Yeah. You explained it to me point by point, and I completely forgot it existed until just now. Well, I also just want to say on that, just to bring it up, the name does not fit the movie. But her name's McCoy. Her name is McCoy, but the name of the movie, the real McCoy, makes it sound funny, and it's horrifying. That's fair. Yeah. I'm anyway. Sorry. I'm sorry that happened to you. <laughs> Let's move on to bigger and brighter and higher things. No. <laughs> oh, my God. Any talk? What do we need to? What do we need to discuss at the uh, beginning? I don't know. Did you see any dogs or poo? No poo. Well, cheese is poo, but can't avoid that. I've seen several good dogs. I haven't been able to pet any of them, but they're all pretty cute. Um, not one stands out above the others. Mm. So, yeah. I saw an outstanding dog, but I can't describe it well enough to like invoke the feeling in you. Yeah, that I experienced, so I'm not even gonna try. But trust me, that it was very good. Yeah, its legs were very little. So, so <laughs> little legs are the cutest. <laughs> I saw a dog this morning walking with its owner, and it was like in my direct path, and I was like, "Oh, it's so cute!" But I like running a tad late, so I'm gonna cross the street and go around because I needed to cross that way anyway. Cross the street, and I'm walking, and then the owner and dog cross in front of me anyway, and I was like, "Okay." <laughs> Well, I guess this is good because I wanted to see the dog better anyway. <laughs> you, you, trying to slow me down. Slow me down with your adorableness. Yeah. Force me to observe you. <laughs> oh, we should mention that we're recording early today. Mm-hmm. We and that's like, why we're more hilarious than usual. Yeah. We were like, what happens if we start this as soon as the library opens at 10 a.m. Yeah. Almost as if we maybe are going to a job. Yeah. <laughs> Instead of coming in in the middle of the day and just... <laughs> and then that's the whole day. through. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll see how that goes. I brought a huge bag of yarn with me to donate, so... Very exciting. Yeah. I really Probably hope... not to yarn bombers. I really hope it's not for yarn bombing. I would be so mad. If you're listening to this and you just got a big donation of yarn because you asked for it on Craigslist and you're planning to yarn bomb, just throw that yarn right in the garbage. Set it on fire. 
Yeah, I guess that works better. I don't uh, know. Donate it somewhere else. Donate it to someone who wants to make stuff out of it. Yeah. I'm hoping they want to, like, learn to knit or something. I'm like, that sounds cool and fun. Yeah. We'll see. Actually, I, I have a feeling I'm not going to find out what happens to it, but... <laughs> what was the post was just like, can I have your yarn, please, or what? Yeah, it was just like, yarn donations wanted, um, it was like for a food bank or something, didn't say what they were doing with it, so it's just like, okay, <laughs> I guess I don't need to know. Maybe they're going to sell it. Yeah, that'd be fine, too. Mm. Um... I don't think he'd get a ton of money from it, but he gets some. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Helps people eat. I'll take that. You want to talk talk about anything dramatic that happened to you? I had had a dream about someone I knew from high school, and then this morning on my way here, saw that person on the bus. That was upsetting. Now whose dreams are prophetic. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So I'm going to (laughs) move. Yeah. You want to jump right into the... The thing? Yeah. Oh, so I'm Melissa. I'm Barbara. And this is... Uh, I forgot. That's the one. Ah! Yeah! (laughs) This week on I Forgot, Barbara has watched... Up in Smoke. Yes. With Cheech and Chong. Yes. And or Chong. And or Chong. Both of them. Don't worry. Uh, So I'm guessing this one is a lot more fun than, um, than the last two you watched. I'm happy to report there was no rape. There was very little misogyny, considering that it's a movie from the 70s. Uh, There was no Michael Douglas, which rules. And also, they piss on a cop twice. Awesome. I'm very excited about that. (laughs) Okay, well, yeah, first, so you don't know anything about Up in Smoke. I know a little bit, um, just because Cheech and Chong, for some reason, I mentioned to you earlier were like a household name even though I don't think I've ever watched any of their movies in full Mm -hmm. um and I understand that it's a it's a it's a weed movie correct Mm -hmm. okay so (laughs) I know a bit okay and I did read a bit of like facts that I'll share as we go as well so I know a little bit about the movie okay yeah I I don't I didn't know what to expect because same boat I was familiar with Cheech and Chong. I think my dad maybe had an album of theirs, but I had no idea what this movie was about, aside from that they would probably be smoking weed at some point in it. Uh, And my only relationship to Cheech and Chong as creators was uh, Tommy Chong being in that 70s show. Oh, yeah, yeah. Which I think gave me weird expectations because I was increasingly distracted throughout the movie by how hot he is. Yeah, like, I saw a picture of um, Cheech as well, and I was like, what? Because my, similar to you, my only real knowledge of them was when Cheech is in Nash Bridges, because I watched a lot of Nash Bridges <laughs> as, a, um, <laughs> as a child. Mm-hmm. Um, and I actually, there is a, a fact about that. Apparently, Cheech Marin kept trying to bring uh, some of his character traits from Cheech and Chong into Nash Bridges and they kept having to nix it. They're like, no, you can't just be smoking pot all the time and peeing on cops because you are a cop. Like, see, <laughs> uh, you know, it's totally, yeah. totally you can't do that. And yeah, it's unfortunate. Although so, it probably would have made Nash Bridges better. Yeah, it was a big point of contention, but like, I think they worked through, I can't remember how long that show went on, but like a while. Mm. I'll be honest, I don't fucking know what Nash Bridges is. <laughs> I was trying to get through that, but I got I got a reveal. I don't much like a dicky. I don't know what that is. It's, it's a cop show. Um, 
like the main character's name is Nash Bridges, and I forget the actor's name, but I let's just say the actor's name is also also Nash Bridges because I wouldn't <laughs> be surprised if it was. I think a big thing is he always has a yellow convertible that he drives around in, mm. and yeah, it's just a kind of generic cop show. Got really weird for a while. I mean, you're not missing much. It was a a weird show for me to get obsessed with as a child. We all we all have one. Yeah. Mine was it wasn't a show, it was a film. It was uh What Lies Beneath that I watched about 40 times. <laughs> Did it get remade recently or? Uh I don't know. I'm okay. talking about the one where Harrison Ford tries to kill Michelle Pfeiffer. Oh, in the bath. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember I also when I when I was like an early teenager, my friends and I were obsessed with the movie The Faculty. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's a good movie though in my memory. I just, because now I, like, never watch horror movies, but, like, I remember as, like, early teenager watching a ton of them. Mm. Anyway. <laughs> also, I got obsessed with a lot of, like, age-inappropriate shows, but I'm not talking, like, they were racy. I'm talking, like, these were for old people. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> watched watch a lot of Matlock. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> was that what you were going to say? <laughs> no, I was going to, what's that one on the CBC all the time? Uh, Coronation Street? Yes. That yeah. One. That one I didn't get into, but my grandparents were and slash are still into it, and Jesse got into it real hard for a while. Excellent. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a soap opera, right? Yeah, and like a super long-running one. Like, it's been going on since like the 70s or 80s or something, mm. so I don't know. <laughs> I've tried a couple times just because I want to know what, what hooks people about soap operas, but I haven't found mine yet. I think it's just because it's super dramatic. Like, yeah. you're like, oh, and then this happened, but then how is that going to work out with this other thing that's happening? And yeah. I guess I watched the OC, but I was never concerned about what would happen next in the OC. I was just like, these pretty people have <laughs> rich people problems. Yeah. I watched the OC like well after it was off the air and like they were rerunning it on like much music, you know, like five, ten years later. <laughs> and mm. I was like, okay, like this isn't a horrible show. Like, <laughs> I don't know why I was so against it at the time, but I think I was just like, I don't care for these rich people. Yeah. Was, well, probably, I was like, uh, they're too preppy for me. Yeah. If they were, yeah. <laughs> they were a little darker. <laughs> anyway, I was really cool. Look at my Emily the Strange purse. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I was really into that rude bunny. Of course you were. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I didn't know anyone who was into that bunny, but the moment you said that, I was like, yes, this is the one. This is the person. <laughs> what was that bunny called? I can't remember, but it was something, I feel like it was something like... Happy Bunny? Maybe. Like, because it was just a happy bunny and it would say stuff like, you know, if you talk to me, I'll stab you or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah people kept giving me shit, like, that kind of merchandise because they thought I'd be into it. Yeah. So. I, like, I had, like, one or two things from it, but it was so hard to get where I was that it was, like, I coveted. Mm. <laughs> anyway, but I, you know, would put it on Nexopia or whatever and <laughs> that's the thing all the cool the cool teens were into between MySpace and Facebook. I, I'm pretty Only sure. the cool teens on this coast. Yeah. Nexopia was just like BC and a bit of Alberta. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure it was the cool teens. <laughs> but I had to guess. The cool teens. It's how you learned BB code and also how to perform cunnilingus. <laughs> it was on Netflix, Netflix and Exopia. <laughs> okay, we should really get into that. Oh, yes. Yeah, 
<laughs> we started the movie for two minutes and then spent six minutes talking about how cool we were as teens. Whoops. Oh well. That'll happen. We mm -hmm. were very cool as teens. <laughs> I feel like this this movie is probably going to bring up some... There's nothing to do with teenagers in this film, but it might bring up some teenage feelings just because of the, <laughs> the shenanigans, the oh, hijinks yeah. that they get up to. Well, I have peed on a cop, so... Have you actually? No. Because that... <laughs> you have to tell me. <laughs> Otherwise, it's entrapment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I have not peed on a cop. Not ever that I can remember. <laughs> Perfect. Mm. Yeah. Uh, okay. So it opens with Tommy Chong and his inexplicably white parents. Like, extremely white. They look like they own a plantation. His dad looks like Colonel Sanders. Yelling at him to, like, get his act together or whatever while he's making a smoothie. And he responds by just burping. A smoothie is decent enough work. Mm -hmm. So it's like, not that he has no ambitions. Yeah. Just first of all, parents. Ambitions. Yeah. Yeah, so I guess then he runs away from home or something, because the next shot I remember is him, like, climbing over the side of a, like, hill by the beach and looking for a ride. But the locations in this are extremely, like, if you try to imagine a movie from the 70s shot in L.A., it's exactly what you think. Like, everything looks a little bit fake. Well, like, I, I think I brought this up before we started, but apparently this movie was filmed entirely in a 7-Eleven parking lot. Yeah, so, so that probably has something to do with that. Works out. I'm not going to explain the joke. <laughs> Just because people hang out in 7-Eleven parking lots and smoke weed, so. Oh, yeah, you didn't have to explain that. Yeah. yeah. But you did, anyway. Well, you looked confused for a second. Well, I was confused as to why you would need to explain it, but then you did, and I was like, you're right, you didn't have to, you yeah. didn't have to do that. You know, people will understand. <laughs> we'll cut that, hopefully. <laughs> I don't know, it's pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's about five minutes of Cheech cleaning his car. That's like, the enti inside of his car is entirely shag. It says love machine on the side. The front... Um, license plate says Mus Muff Diver. And there is like a, f I don't know if it's five, it's at least a full minute of him cleaning his car while the credits roll. Oh, yeah, during that, it's playing Lowrider. Oh, yeah, of yeah. course. Yeah, so we dive right into it. Cheech tries to pick up some hot ladies because he thinks they're hitchhiking and they're like, leave me alone. And then he sees from his rear view mirror Tommy Chong. I don't know their characters' names. I didn't bother. It's fine. He, so he sees Chong like actually hitchhiking. But in his rearview mirror, it looks, from the way his arm is, like it's like a sexy lady with big titties. Because <laughs> he has long hair in this too, right? Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. I think it's just like his arm is bent in a way that makes it look like a big booby. And so he... Booby. Yeah. <laughs> so he's like... And like turns his car around so he can pick up a big titty Chong. And then... <laughs> so Chong gets in and they speed away from the cops that are around them. I don't know why there are cops. Maybe because he did a real weird U-turn? Uh, maybe. And they're driving. Cheech is like, so you want to get high? And he's like, starts looking for this joint that he has. He's like, oh, this is a toothpick, man. <laughs> and then it is a toothpick. And he's like, oh, no, never mind. I got another one. And then it's just like a crumpled piece of paper or something. He's like, this isn't a joint either, man. Hang <laughs> on, I got one. And then he takes out this like giant novelty blunt. <laughs> they both smoke that. And then the car is really smoky from the outside. It's very funny. 
It's very, it's so fun. I'll just interrupt real quick to say that the smoke they were making was actually from them burning hair, and it was super gross, and the cast hated it, but just like fully acted like it was not disgusting hair smoke. Wow, they did a great job acting like it wasn't hair smoke, because that's gross. Yeah, super gross. It smells real bad. It gave me indigestion. Yeah, I also feel like I've got a toot soon, so... Oh, <laughs> trying to fan on it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, sorry in advance. <laughs> There's no escape. No. Um, I'll, try to, I'll try to put it back up. <laughs> Suck it back in there. Can you just exhale a lot? <laughs> <sighs> sorry. Uh, yeah, the morning. The morning is better for us. Yeah, I guess so. Except we got to handle our tooth situation first. Um, I forget where we were. Oh, they just finished smoking a whole bunch of Oh, yeah, of you were talking about the hair fact. Oh, yeah, why do you why do you think they chose hair? Is it just, like, a different smoke that picked up better on camera or something? Uh, could be. I think also probably, like, it was filmed in the 70s, right? Mm. Just a lot of hair lying around. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, so when they're running low, they'd be just be like, okay, like, who else wants a haircut? Everyone got page boys by the end. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that does make sense because the director of this is also a hairstylist. Do you think maybe they saved the muffs for... The car scene, and that way they could really fill the car evenly. That would be funny, but again, it's the seventies. I don't think I don't think anyone was taking their muffs off. Taking them off. <laughs> I don't think anyone was removing their muffs. <laughs> you know the Velcro. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Anyway, so we're in the car. We're smoking a giant novelty joint. Uh, at some point, Chong reveals that part of it. He's like, what's in this? And he's like, mostly wowie wowie, man, but also a little bit of Labrador. He's like, what's Labrador? He's like, my dog ate it, and then I had to get the stash. I had to follow him around for three days to get my stash back. (laughs) (laughs) Gross, but also sad. Yeah. So they get so high that they stop in the middle of an island in the highway, and eventually, like, the cops pull them over. They don't have to pull them over. They just pull up behind them. Yeah, they're like, hey, guys, why are you stopped in the middle of an island? Yeah. Uh... And she's just freaking out because he got too high. And so Chong's like, oh, hang on, I got something for you. And he gives him pills. And he takes them while Chong's, like, still rooting through all his stuff. And he's like, oh, wait, don't take those ones, man. Take these. And then he's like, I already took them. He's like, oh, you just took a whole bunch of acid. Uh, and <laughs> then the cop... <laughs> you what? Saw that coming. Yeah. And then the cop comes up to the window. And it's just a fun, delightful scene of Cheech giggling and trying to answer all the cops' questions while Chong is facing away from him, eating all the drugs in his shoe. Just, like, trying to get rid of all of his drugs. <laughs> and then there was a good montage of them in court while a song that I assume is on their album that's mostly someone saying I was framed over and over again yeah, yeah. plays, and they're just too high in court. It's just it's just a good, fun time. And then that's the end of that chapter of the movie. I don't think there was any resolution about what happened after their court date. Okay. So they're fine now. He lives with Chong now, and they are in a band. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah. Oh, also, I've already said that they're both kind of hot in this in a way I wasn't expecting. But Chong's shirt is open the whole time, and Cheech is in this cute little crop top. He looks so adorable. Doesn't he have suspenders on, too, yeah. or something? Yeah, it's, like, yellow and red. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's what I remember from, like, when I used to, like, when I was a kid. It's like, the, he looked like um, ketchup and mustard, because he was wearing them <laughs> together. Is that, like, his look? He wears that a lot? 
I don't know. It's just the image, whatever part of this movie that I saw was oh. that part, like where he was wearing that. So I was like, <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Yeah. And it's very cute. Yeah. So yeah, they live together and they're in a band and then um, Cheech takes him to a dealer's house so they can get weed. So most of the rest of this movie is them trying to find more weed mm. and tells him like he's a little bit weird. Like, don't look at his birthmark. Don't stare at him too long, whatever. He got a little bit weird after Vietnam. And then there's a weird joke for the time about, like, oh, yeah, Vietnam will really fuck you up, like, talking about a, a weed strain. Mm. But clearly he's talking about this guy has PTSD. Mm. I have a, a little story, if I could interject. Okay. Uh, the first apartment I moved into in Vancouver... Um, by the time I moved into it, this guy was gone, but the roommate I was living with had lived there for like seven years or something. And he was like, yeah, when I first moved in, there was someone living on the first floor and we couldn't figure it out because people would just keep coming by his window and talking to him for a second and then leaving. And then we realized that he was a drug dealer. So people were just coming to his window and grabbing, like exchanging money for goods and, and like taking off. What building was this? That seems like... That doesn't seem like a sustainable operation. Like, you're going to get caught quick. Yeah, well, <laughs> this is also the building where when I was living there, I was talking to one of my friends in the front of the building, and we saw this guy come down the stairs and come out, get into, like, a silver SUV with two Canucks flags on either side, and then the SUV drove away, and then, like, a minute later it came back and stopped for a second, and then you could see it, slowly go and turn the corner and then it went around back and dropped the guy off and so it came up the stairs but like where we were standing like big glass doors we just saw him come up the stairs so we're like what do you think was gonna happen here also we don't care if you're buying weed yeah like, anyway that's who Cheech and Chong were visiting uh yeah so Cheech uh no Chong looks at his birthmark too long and he freaks out and so uh he takes Cheech to go get the weed from his supplier or whatever and Chong has to stay at the house with his hot roommate or something who then snorts what I think is Drano she's fine but like he's got something on a plate that he's like I think jokingly arranging into lines and then she comes downstairs and just snorts it uh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so they're partying while Cheech and this dealer are out getting some weed uh, in an on a motorcycle Cheech is in the sidecar <laughs> and eventually this guy has like a freak out because he has a war flashback and then abandons the motorcycle and then she's just going down the road in a sidecar. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, the motorcycle still attached? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess so because the sidecars would just fall to their side. Yeah, and so on, on this ride they notice that their cops are outside the house and they're about to raid the house. So Cheech escapes his sidecar doom and finds a payphone so he can call the house and tell Chong like, the cops are coming get out of there but it's too late so yeah the cops read it the Drano lady is hilarious through this entire scene like they're holding the um lines of whatever was snorted and they're like what is this he's sort of just holding it out and he turns to her and she's like I don't it's just flour man and he like looks away from it for a second and she dips her finger in it and rubs it on her teeth so Cheech shows up to save the day with two of his friends posing as repo men and then they like they're just sort of steamroll the cops and say like we've got to repossess this stuff and then they get Chong and escape and that's the end of that problem <laughs> <laughs> I 
I love it so far. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, that's that. So they go back to Chi's house, and there's a guy outside who tries to sell him diamonds, and then when that doesn't work, he sells him bad weed. They smoke it, it's not very good. And then... That wasn't my mouth, that was Melissa's fart, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> no, my farts sound much deeper. <laughs> <laughs> That's how it sounds? No. And then the cops bust in. And they're, like, hiding and trying to get rid of the weed or whatever. And it, But it turns out it's just immigration. Mm. They're to deport everyone because someone in their family is getting married, so they snitched on themselves. So they could get back to Mexico easily. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Kind of confusing, but okay. Yeah. For the time, like, I feel like in the 70s, this must have been really powerful comedy. I don't know. It just feels like the kind of joke that most people weren't making in the 70s. of Like, we're just going to use immigration. That's funny. It's good. (laughs) Yeah. now, Now immigration is... Much scarier, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's just in general, like, in this world, they've set up where everything just kind of works out, and they keep mm-hmm. taking advantage of these systems, or exploiting these systems that are meant to oppress them to have fun. Like, yeah. I, it's a quality joke, but I don't think you get a, get away with it in most... Most contemporary works. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they join them, and they're going to Tijuana, and then there's it cuts to the cops watching this video... It's, it looks like it looks like they're in a training session, but this cop is just showing these other cops a video about a way of manufacturing fiberglass from weed that they're doing in Mexico, and they're going to build this car and then drive it across the border, and that's how they're going to get the weed across. Hmm. And so somehow Chi and Chong find their way to the fiberglass weed factory in Tijuana, and Chi has diarrhea. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty much that whole scene. So it's Chicha's diarrhea. Chong went off somewhere. They find each other and the weed car. The weed car. They get in the weed car. They're going to drive the weed car. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just a green car. It's, it's, <laughs> it's, I would it's drive like a, a green car. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so they're driving the weed car to the border. And the cops are getting ready to bust whoever's there. So they've still got their giant novelty blunt for some reason. And then they're like they're smoking it at the border, and she's just like, "You really, you have to get rid of this. Like, <laughs> we're about to cross." And so he throws it out the window into this car full of nuns, <laughs> and then the nuns get busted for weed. This is another scene that I wasn't too fond of, where like the nuns are getting pat down, but because they're nuns, it's very sexual and exciting. Like, "Ooh, I've never been touched this way," kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, I don't didn't love it. So the nuns get groped, and then the boys drive away. And um, they stop at a pit stop where, like, the cops have just... Like, the cops are also stopped there. Mm. That's when Cheech pisses on the cop. He's, like, <laughs> at the urinal and talking. He's like, hey, do you know what's going on out there? He's like, I can't, I can't, I don't know, I can't talk about it. And so he sort of just turns towards him. He's like, okay, man, thanks. And then runs out. <laughs> and then he looks down and he's got piss on his leg. <laughs> <laughs> and then the, this is the last bad thing that happens in the movie. It's like, cop dog Mm. um there's a shot of him barking at the weed van and then he starts eating the weed van oh and so they drive away and then the cops come out and find that their dog has died no i know but maybe it just passed out they leave it there so maybe it just passed out and it woke up and now it's a cool tijuana dog 
Yes, not a narc dog. Mm-hmm. I didn't see the. I was looking away when the dog died, and so Paul had to tell me, and I got really mad at him. And I was like, "That's not what this movie is. Like, they, they wouldn't actually do that to me. So the dog's gonna be fine." And I waited the rest of the movie for the dog to be okay. <laughs> I waited for the reveal that the dog was actually fine and hanging out with Cheech and Chong. But never happened. Never happened. So, yeah, they drive away. The cops get all mad about their dead dog and drive away. And then they crash their car. The cops do. While the boys are, they pick up some ladies hitchhiking. And then Cheech and one of the women have sex in the back of the van. The weed car. So it's a beautiful, like, dichotomy happening where the cops are having a terrible time and the boys are just fucking and getting high. (laughs) And then... (laughs) Oh my god, this movie rocks! And then they go, so the women they pick up are like, we are, like, our friend has some weed that we can get, but we have to go to the police station to pick her up. So they go to the police station and answer their, like, they go on the little announcer radio thing and the cop that they pissed on is calling in and they're like, this is Officer Hardhat or whatever, Officer Lardass. And there's just a big long scene of the movie. Okay, we'll talk to you later, Lardass. <laughs> Delightful. Uh, yeah, so they get whatever they needed at the police station. They're driving away. Um, they're, the women have to convince them to go to a battle of the bands. Mm. So they're going to go to the battle of the bands and they're driving. And now the weed car is blowing big cotton. Some on the weed car has started to leak or catch fire or something, and now it's just blowing plumes of... Mm-hmm. So they get pulled over by a cop, and the cop's too high to remember why you pulled them over. <laughs> and then he just, like, asks for their hot dog and eats <laughs> as he walks away. <laughs> oh, and then before that, they end up in the same pit stop as the cop again. And then this time, Chong pisses on the cop. Same way. Same way. Same way. Yeah. It's just like they're having a conversation and then he like sort of turns towards him and then runs out. <laughs> uh, this note just says, literally every male extra looks like my dad, which I think is true of anyone whose dad was young in the 70s. So. My dad um, was young-ish in the 70s. Yeah, he'd be like late teens, early 20s. And um, I just remember him having... He still has this shirt, although he does not wear it. He has not worn it since I've known him. But just a purple lace shirt, and it was, like, flower-patterned. So it was, like, see-through, but flower. Excellent. <laughs> That's cute. It is. But also just, like, totally not my dad's style at all. Like, mm. <laughs> <and> it. <laughs> it was the 70s. Yeah. Okay, so they make it to the Battle of the Vans. But Tommy Chong needs coffee because... The other woman that they picked up gave him a bunch of uppers, but they were actually downers. So he, like, accidentally took a bunch of quaaludes or something. Oh, no. And now he needs coffee. So they're wandering around trying to get him some coffee. Um, Tommy Chong with a bunch of downers is yeah asleep. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, yeah. He's, yeah. like, stumbling around. They're having to, like, carry him. So that's what they're worrying about. And then you get to see the band, the other bands in the Battle of the Bands, and some of them suck, and they're getting shit thrown at them. And then some of them are fucking hilarious. There's one where, like, the song just opens with someone yelling, piss off. And the... I don't even think she's a singer. She's just dancing. Center stage is a woman in very cool sunglasses just dancing. It's fantastic. <laughs> Whatever. They're trying to find Tommy Chunk some coffee. And then 
the outside. They've parked the weed van in a foolish spot, and now they're getting towed. But the cops show up and stop them. They're like, this is the weed van we've been looking for. That's all happening while they're getting on stage. Tommy Chong didn't get any coffee, so he's, like, falling over. He sits down at the drum set, and then as soon as Cheech comes out, like, he falls and knocks all the drums over. (laughs) And so we're not off to a great start. Don't know how the boys are going to get through this one. But as they're arguing outside, the cops and the towing company... Someone drops a cigarette by the van and sets the whole thing on fire. Now everyone in the area is getting high. The cops are super high and they're pissed about it. (laughs) Everyone inside is super high. The weed has cured Tommy Chong and now he's ready to play and they put on a fantastic show. And and then they win the Battle of the Bands. It's very good. Yeah. Oh, and then the very the very last scene is like they're driving away discussing all of their successes in like uh, the love machine, the Muff Diver love machine, and then um, Tommy Chong takes out some hash and passes it to Cheech, but he drops it in his lap. Oh. And then they just swerve off into the sunshine while he's trying to get it out of his lap. <laughs> that sounds like a good movie. It was so good. It was so much better than Basic Instinct. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, like, I'm glad you watched it. Thank you. I liked the energy level. I liked the whole story. Very good. It was just, yeah. You seem very happy. So I'm please. very happy. Yeah. And it, it helps a little that to watch it. I, like, set up my big air mattress in the living room. Major blanket for it. You can call it what it is. Yeah, I made a, well, yeah, I made a blanket for it and set up the big air mattress and I made mac and cheese. It was just a fun time. Yeah. <laughs> it was good. Yeah. Mm, did you have any more trivia? I have one more trivia and the other one I feel like is, we don't need to add. So Cheech Marin is actually a distant cousin of Mark Marin. Like, they, like the families or whatever when they split off they changed, I think, Mark Marin's with an O and Cheech Marin's with an I. Mm-hmm. So they just, like, sort of changed the spelling a bit, but they're actually related. That's it, yeah. That makes sense because there are points in the film where Cheech sort of goes off into this really neurotic kind of monologue about, mm-hmm. like, how he doesn't like women. And so <laughs> <laughs> that's probably a familial influence, I guess. Well... <laughs> I hope you're joking. <laughs> yeah. I know Mark Marin is uh problematic. But uh <laughs> I just assume Cheech is not. <laughs> yeah, th- yeah, like there wasn't a lot of misogyny in this 70s movie. Yeah, well like I assumed you would bring it up and it was like no, it was like Yeah, like the nun thing was the closest yeah. to a problem and it was just it was so pleasant. God, I love this movie. Yeah. So this would be a watch. Yes. You would suggest a watch on yeah. this. Yes. Yeah, it sounds pretty good. Mm-hmm. I'm sort of not sure what I'm going to do for next week, but it might be Nosferatu. Nice. <laughs> Ooh, that's going to be good. Yeah, and also yeah. short, so. <laughs> <laughs> so it'll be a lot more chitty chats. Mm. Do you want to just make up some more facts about the movie? Uh, I'm not very good with... With weed jokes, do you have any funs? Um, I think you wanted to say it was 420 minutes long, but that would be a huge negative. Yeah, and I didn't I didn't want to say it. I wanted you to say it. Oh, I'm I sorry. I wanted to give you my medium, <laughs> medium joke and just... I saw it for what it was. <laughs> <laughs> do you have a grape? I 
now all I can think about is how much I like this movie. <laughs> You're too happy. Negative. Yeah. Yeah. Um, don't like seeing people from high school. <laughs> that's I guess that's my grape. If we went to high school together, stop existing. <laughs> or at least look like a lot different so I can ignore you very easily. Yeah. But not different in an annoying way. Don't get dreads. Don't get white dreads. White people just think think before you get dreads and then don't get them. Yeah. Do you have a do you have a grape? Oh so many. That weird interview. I hate it when you're going in for an interview or something and then they ask you to do work ahead of time. Yeah. We just wanna test you out. Like, I would prefer you did not. I have many grapes, and I probably shouldn't talk about most of them right now mm-hmm. in this capacity. We'll wait until I potentially don't get these jobs, <laughs> and then and then there will be much shit to talk. Um, do I have any other grapes, though? Oh, uh, if you're a landlord, fuck you. Yeah. Um, like I would say, my landlord's pretty cool, but still. <laughs> yeah. Don't own property. Yeah. Also, <laughs> if you own property in Vancouver, uh, give it to me. Yeah. Please and thank you. Yes. Yeah. Like I sort of hate. I mean, I keep holding out hope that prices will go down and stuff, but nah. Um, but I sort of hate that. Like as many money problems as I have, I'm like, well, uh, maybe just move back home. <laughs> and I'm like, there's. Uh, I just don't want to. Yeah. I don't want to live there. It's not a good scene for me, and I don't don't like any of the people. No, I like some of the people, but, you know, it's just a really weird... It's like being in forever high school. Mm. Uh, Yeah, like, when I go home and see, like, to Ontario and see my family, there is this weird, like, why don't you just move here? Why don't you just move to Ottawa or something? And it's like, Ottawa's like a city... Mm-hmm. But it always smacks of this like you, you don't you're not done partying like you love to be in Vancouver because you love, and it's like no it's just that if I was here surrounded by these people I would die. <laughs> it's just that I don't know like it, it feels very privileged to be like oh I can't leave Vancouver but I also like I don't I can't yeah well I mean like mine would be the opposite like the only things happening in Pemberton would be like you would go out and you would party and I'm like I don't like partying Mm. can we just go eat a bunch of cake yeah that's yeah like I don't drink very much and I feel like in areas where there's not a lot of other stuff to do that's what you have to do yeah like small towns are full of uh alcoholism and drug abuse which is like (laughs) you know every year another friend dies so (laughs) it's fun it's fun anyway um, but anyway, I don't want to move there. Lots of people die here from alcoholism and drug abuse too, but it uh, seems like a smaller percentage when I didn't go to high school with them. Yeah. Um, but also I would just like to be able to live where I want to live. Mm-hmm. <laughs> seems fair. Yeah. Also, I can't go back to Ontario because they just legalized tailgate parties. They legalized what? Tailgate parties. Like out of the back of your car? Yeah. Or? Oh. They uh <laughs> they won't legalize like safe injection sites, but tailgate parties are fine. Okay. Yeah. So it's like you just have a bar in a parking lot and 
no one watching over to make sure if, if people are fighting, they don't kill each other. Mm-hmm. Cool. Mm-hmm. That's neat. Yeah. Why not? I don't know. Money shouldn't exist. That would be cool. Yeah. We've lost all our energy after I know. the smoky. <laughs> We've made ourselves sad. I feel like maybe I should be preparing a... Like, I just always complain so much that I'm like, oh, I don't need to prepare uh, an annoying thing that happened. I'll just say one of them. But mm. today, I'm like, no, maybe you do. I feel like I need to start keeping a diary or something. Because every time something annoying happens, I'm like, I'm going to mention this on the podcast. Yeah. It's like, it's a threat to whoever annoyed <laughs> me. Like, no one's going to hear me complain about you in a week. Uh, they'll hear about it in a month and a half. Mm. <laughs> But uh, I just don't. We should remember. go back through our our text chat yeah. and be like, "Oh right, I was mad about this, and I was mad about that." I'm making some planters that I'm excited about, mm. and they're gonna be good. Gonna be hanging planters, a lot of them. Ghosts? I don't think I might put a couple of ghosts, but not in the same way. I like doing the ghosts on the black clay. Mm. Um, this is a whiter clay and like some of it's the speckled clay, so we'll see. Um, a few of them. Do a ghost shaped planter and then when it hangs, it's like, (laughs) I'll do it upside down. So it's got the spikes. Yeah. It'd be be pretty cool, I guess. I have a wine about the library. Yeah. It rules. It's good. This library kicks ass. I love that we can just come in here for free and record a thing and nobody Gives us any guff, even. And, like, the, I don't know, the audio techs or the the keepers of the front desk are super nice and helpful every time we've been here. Mm-hmm. They've been great. Um, we should put this on every podcast. Yeah. Just <laughs> be like, if you, uh, if you ever need to do some recording, Check try the library. Yeah. Vancouver Library. Yeah. Uh, if you need a 3D printer. I don't know if we have one here, but the Richmond Library has one. Yeah. Oh, there's lots of stuff. Oh, if you need to rent an instrument, you can do that here. Yeah, we might do that one week and just try to play the violin in here. Yeah. And you'll hate it. (laughs) Neither of us play the violin. Did you ever play an instrument? Uh, I played the clarinet, but like in elementary school, and then I played the drums in high school. So I was going to be in a rock band. Yeah, I tried to play the drums in high school just by playing them in my my room, and it uh, did not work out, and I did not practice and also, I'm not very musically glif- gifted, <laughs> and I'm not very attention spanny gifted. So yeah, yeah, that was also my problem. Yeah, fun to play though. Yeah, like big bangs. Yeah, bam, 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 bam. Yeah, that was uh, one time my neighbor had to come over and ask me to stop drumming, and I was mad about it for months. For months, I would just like do my little impression of him to anyone who would listen, because he came over and instead of just saying like, "Hey, your drums are loud." Please stop, even though I had, like, cushions on the windows and on my drums. Yeah. What he said was, when you drum, it makes my dog bark, and it wakes up my baby. (laughs) And what I wanted to say at the moment was, shut your dog up. Like, leave me alone. It's 2 o'clock. Yeah, (laughs) it's the middle of the day. I guess I'm still mad about it. Fuck that guy. Yeah. Mind your business. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, sucks. But also, I'm allowed to do this, so... Get a get a more soundly sleeping baby. Yeah, sorry that your dog wakes up your baby, but it's not my problem. Give your dog kisses. Yeah, give me your dog. He can yeah. bark while I drum, and then I'll give him back to you when I'm done. 
Yeah. Yeah, well, and also you and the dog can start a band. Because dog will be a vocalist. Ah, ah. New idea. <laughs> yeah, every once in a while I think it, because I still have my drum set at my dad's house. My dad technically still has my drum set. But uh, I'm like, oh, like, wouldn't it be cool to have those and then play them? And I'm like, there's no way I could have them in Vancouver. Like, the luxury oh, of Pemberton was like, I had no neighbors. <laughs> yeah. Like, the closest neighbor would not be able to hear me play my drums if I put them outside on the lawn. <laughs> so, God, do you remember what it was like to just be able to make as much noise as you wanted? Yeah, every time I go home and we're just all yelling in my aunt's house, I'm like, this is such a surreal experience because we could not be this loud in yeah. Vancouver. Like, because I'm like, you always have a million neighbors. Even though my neighbors, like, next door neighbors feel like they can be as loud as they want whenever. Mm in the middle of the night or whatever. Um, I'm like, yeah, like most people, like there's four suites in my house. Like I, there's no way I could have, be it could be like 2 a.m. and we could be yelling. Yeah. They would probably rightfully call the cops. <laughs> <laughs> but not that, not that either of us are loud people, but yelling is fun sometimes. Yeah, just, yeah, not worrying about someone else hearing you or like being when, disturbed by your noise. When we were on Bowen? Yeah. <laughs> we we went on the off season so there's no one around so we could just yell as much as we wanted. <laughs> I've been trying to do a couple of stretches every day or every couple of days so I can walk around without back pain and it works sometimes. Like it's easing up so pretty good. Yeah, it's not too bad. Hmm. Eventually maybe my body will just function as it once did. <laughs> <laughs> I am not old enough to be this frail. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I rolled my ankle or something the other day and I didn't notice, but for the past like two days, my ankle has been really sore every time I step. Oh. Stupid. Stupid body. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what I did, but like, cause I was rushing to finish knitting that sweater. And then afterwards, like my, my whole arms and then my shoulders were hurting and I was like, Oh, guess I should not be doing anything where I'm making fists for a while. <laughs> I think I'm pretty good now, but you know, you know how you have to stop doing stuff for a while because your body was like, you did stuff too much. Yeah. Even though all you did was knit. Oh, so you didn't stretch while you did it. You stupid asshole. Yeah. That's usually what my body's saying to me. Also, you sat in one position for four hours and just yeah. <laughs> did the same motion over and over. <laughs> okay, I understand, but also... I want robot body. Robot body. Robot body. Allie said, I walk in and she pretty much shouts, it's an Aries thing in my face. What? <laughs> and that's about right. One day we'll have a short series of stories about a particular boss. Yeah. <laughs> One day. <laughs> and it'll be behind a paywall because it's just so good. Mm -hmm. It's just so good we're going to want. $20 a person so you can hear the story. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. It'll probably be free. It's going to be a podcast and a play and a variety show. It's going to be a cabaret. Comic, zine, mm -hmm. um, cartoon at some point. Full-on novel, so... Political movement, for sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Nothing's going to unionize every worker, worker in the on the continent faster than this story. Let me tell you. <laughs> Uh, Should we call it quits? Yeah, I mean, like, would you like to join me in abruptly saying bye? Oh, yeah.
Bye. Bye. I just want to point out that I sucked my fart back in. Burps are not like farts. You Burps can... don't smell that bad, and I've had two mints. <laughs> <laughs> so you should thank yeah, me. Yeah, put a mint up your butt, and then you can fart. <laughs>